0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. Do immigrants use more welfare than native-born Americans? Many on the right claim that they do, so it's worth evaluating that particular claim with some actual data. Cato's Alex Narasta looked at data from 2019. Here's what he found. One of the chief complaints against immigration, uh, people try to characterize their support for immigration as separate from illegal immigration, but people who are skeptical, let's say, of immigration point to uh, welfare use by immigrants. They point to uh, things that, uh, among others, Milton Friedman had said, that you can't have uh, a welfare state and open immigration. Uh, What do we know about immigrants versus native-born Americans when it comes to making use of welfare state programs?
1: We took a look at this in a recent Cato brief, and what we found is, on a per capita basis, comparing all immigrants to all native-born Americans, immigrants actually consume 28 percent fewer welfare benefits on a per capita basis in the dollar value than native-born Americans do. And this is when we took take a look at all of the major welfare programs, from WIC to food stamps, Medicaid, Medicare, and Social Security. So taking a look at all of those, uh, the average immigrant consumes about $5,778 in 2019, and the average native-born American consumed $8,012 in welfare benefits.
0: So what uh, programs do we see the smallest disparity?
1: The smallest disparity is actually in the program of WIC, which is uh, short for uh, Women's Infants and Children. It's a small welfare program. It's one of the few where illegal immigrants actually have access to. And what we see in that program is that immigrants consume on average $21 per year and native-born Americans consume $19 per year on average of that program.
0: All right. So uh, let me try to poke some holes here that I think people (laughs) who are immigration skeptics, uh, might ask one is that hey a lot this is not surprising a lot of the immigrants in the United States are illegal immigrants
1: so about a quarter of immigrants in the United States are illegal immigrants and illegal immigrants do not have access to means tested welfare benefits with a very small number of exceptions like WIC that I mentioned in some states uh, some states do give money for illegal immigrants to get on Medicaid from uh, from state. Uh, budget. It's not the federal budget. Um, so it is true that uh, illegal immigrants don't have access to most of these programs, but a large number of legal immigrants don't have access to them either. About a third of legal immigrants are not citizens yet in the United States. They probably will be someday, but they're not right now, and they also have very limited access uh, to these programs. So it is true that the legal rules do limit. Uh, some immigrant access to welfare benefits, which is a good thing, which is what we've written about consistently, is that we should build a higher wall around the welfare state instead of around the country. But even without that higher wall, even with some of the restrictions on benefit access that we currently have, uh, immigrants do underconsume welfare benefits on a per capita basis compared to native-born Americans.
0: All right, let me throw another question at you. Um, With respect to Social Security and other uh, retirement benefits that um, people could use, immigrants tend to come here well after they're born. Uh, So they may not have been participating fully in the workforce in a way that Americans would. So receiving those benefits, uh, it might be less likely for them to make uh, consumption of those benefits there.
1: That, that's right. So about uh 30% of immigrants who work in the United States retire overseas. Uh, they, if they are eligible for Social Security, they can receive their benefits while living overseas, uh, but they cannot receive their Medicare while living overseas. So that does account for some of the difference as well. But that is something that that's an issue baked into immigration. I mean, for as long back as we have data. Um, usually about a third of immigrants uh, either return back to their home countries or retire overseas. So that's sort of a feature of immigration that systematically makes it so that their fiscal, their impact on welfare consumption is just going to be smaller, um, really, no matter what.
0: With respect to labor force participation, I know research that you and others have done have found that immigrants generally have a have a Considerably higher labor force participation rate than
1: native-born Americans, and that would jibe well with this data. That's right. That's right. So uh, the way the American welfare state works, at least for the means-tested programs, is it is generally for people who try to work (laughs) or have uh, are trying to get into the workforce or are working a little bit. But uh, immigrants, especially those who are lower skilled, have a much higher labor force participation rate than lower skilled uh, natives. So, like prime age working. Uh, immigrants who are high school dropouts, uh, about 85 percent of them are in the workforce and above 90 percent uh, for the men are in the workforce compared to numbers for uh, similarly educated um, Americans, uh, somewhere between uh, 40 and 60 percent. So just much more likely uh, to be working to begin with.
0: So what, what's the takeaway here? Uh, the wall around the welfare state isn't high enough? Uh, is that is that one of them one of the takeaways?
1: I think that's one of the takeaways, right? Like even though immigrants consume a lot less welfare than natives, I still want that number to be lower. So I think one of the lessons is we need do we do need to build a higher wall around the welfare state, but also we need to know where we currently stand. And when you take a look at consumption of welfare benefits in the United States, it is primarily a native-born problem. It is not a problem that has been imported from overseas, but it's one that is homegrown, and home-raised. So if we're concerned, and we should be concerned with the scale of the welfare state, uh, trying to roll back all of these programs is, uh, is key to getting the spending uh, and these benefits under control, rather than trying to just target immigrants. So I'm all in favor of reducing welfare benefit access to non-citizens. We should reduce that to zero. They should have zero access to these benefits, but that's not going to make a huge difference. What's going to make the big difference is pairing back these programs for everybody, especially native-born Americans.
0: Alex Narasta directs economic and social policy studies at the Cato Institute. His new paper on immigrant versus native welfare use is available now. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.